Hello, and thank you for listening to Aubrey City Speaks. I wanted to cover something um, in this episode that um, is about revival. <laughs> yeah, be surprised. Um, and uh, just like uh, an encouragement, but also just a snippet of, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about um what what you can what you'll see in revival but also um what revival is not um and and the reason for this is um some some recent things that have happened uh in my life in my husband's life I absolutely love talking about this and I I find myself uh putting it into conversations because I can't tell you how absolutely joyful I am and how awesome God is. Um, but, um, my husband, uh, the kilted preacher, he has his own podcast. You should go and see it and actually hear for yourself the story, uh, from his, his side. Um, he, um, he has dealt with certain things all his life. He was born with a problem and um, a, a physical, neurological problem that showed itself in different ways um, in his lifetime. Um, that in July of 2019 seemed to get worse um, physically was just worse. Uh, his strength began to wane. Um, we would talk about something and he would take, you know, maybe take a nap or, uh, go to bed that night and have no idea what we talked about. And it wasn't just because he was kind of half awake in that moment. It was literally, he was awake. We were talking, he took a nap 30 minutes later Um, he'd ask me about something and I would tell him, well, we talked about that just before you went to sleep. Uh, and he had no recollection of the conversation of what had happened, where we even went. Uh, and it was, um, very strange. It was very, um, I was very concerned about things that started happening But uh, then it increased and it got even worse and he has some seizures um, as well as a few just other things that happened that, um, I mean, he, every, every day was intense pain. Every movement was intense pain. Uh, Sleeping was painful. Sitting was painful. Standing was painful. Life was painful. Uh. Every day, it was absolutely painful for him to just function uh, normally. And uh, that was just not my husband. It was not his normal self. Um, he was very strong. He um, could do a lot of things. He's very smart. Um, very, very intelligent. And... Uh, he was very able to keep all ducks in a row and remember things that most of the time I could not remember. 
Um, he was awesome. I mean, and then this stuff happened for two years. It was really bad. Um, but, um, but we held on to, um, just the word, not only prophetic word that we had received, um, from our pastor, um, but, um, scripture and, um, we, we both just knew that the Lord was going to heal him. Um, for one thing, we knew that God's word wasn't a lie, you know, by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. And, and we held on to that. Uh, we held on to that word and we knew that it would manifest and, um, and we just continued, uh, to declare that. Um, and I mean, I, I'll never forget when he told me, um, that, um, that he knew that he would be healed. And he, he, I remember one time he said, the devil can't kill me, but, um, but when all of this goes away, he's going to wish he, he had tried. He's going to wish he had, because I'm, I'm coming after him coming after him. I'm, I'm bringing souls into the kingdom. Um, and he's going to regret this. And, you know, I would declare the gates of hell do not prevail over our lives and over his body. And we knew that a lot of it was spiritual. We didn't know where it was coming from. We didn't know why it was coming, but we knew it was spiritual. And, uh, we weren't just gonna, we just weren't gonna let go of what we knew what would happen. And that was healing. And, uh, there was even, um, there were even moments where he would say, if this kills me, if I die from this, you better resurrect me. And I would tell him, you're not going to die from this. Um, but if your body decides it's going to, you know, you're going to stop breathing, your heart's going to stop, you know, uh, but everybody else thinks you're dead. And I, I even told him, you go up to heaven. I'm sorry, but I'm calling you back because it's not time for you to die. There's stuff going on here. There's stuff that you need to be here for. And I know you're going to be mad at me, <laughs> but but you're coming back. And that's just the way it is because it's not your time. And I'm not standing for it. And, um, and that was just our agreement. We were not going to allow this to uh, bring death. It just wasn't going to happen. And the Lord had even given me, um, on top of other scripture that I stood on, you know, uh, no weapon formed against Kenneth prospers, a thousand may fall at uh, his side, 10,000 at his right hand, but it's not going to affect him. It's not going to kill him. It's not going to hurt him. We will see victory in this. And, uh, he, um, the Lord gave me, uh, this scripture, which, um, I love it in the New King James. I also love it here in the Passion Translation. And it it's something that I held on to as my encouragement to hold on to what the Word of God said and what the Lord told us about His body and healing in His body. And it's uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. And it says, So now, beloved ones, stand firm, stable, and enduring. Live your lives with an unshakable confidence. We know that we prosper and excel in every season by serving the Lord because we are assured that our union with the Lord makes our labor productive with fruit that endures. Okay, now, uh, in the New King James, 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, 
Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And I held on to that scripture. I held on to that to keep going, to keep pushing through, even in moments where he was like real disappointed, really low um, about uh, not seeing the healing. Um, I would tell him, I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go of you. I'm not letting go of this. The Lord's on my side and we're going to see this through. It's going to happen. It's going to manifest. It's going to, I'm going to see it done. I'm going to see um, the victory in this, we have the victory in this and it's going to, it's just going to happen. And you're just going to have to deal with the fact that I'm not letting go. And, um, and in that, and that, I mean, he was at his lowest, it was really bad. He was in a lot of pain. Um, we really need the breakthrough. Um, my friend, uh, my wonderful, wonderful friend, I love her. Um, sent me a text that Kenneth Hagen Jr. I'm sorry, Kenneth Hagen Jr. was going to be in Arlington, and uh, she mentioned that Tuesday night was going to be um, uh, a night of healing. And uh, so I told I told Kenneth, and I was like, Lord, Lord, I know this is you. I know this is it. And I'm holding on to that. And um, and I remember the Lord had, um, I had somehow miraculously ended up with $20 in, in a spot that I never hold money. And, um, I held on to that $20 and I remember, um, at that meeting, I was like, Lord, you, you gave me some money. I'm going to sow it. I'm going to sow it into this ministry and, and I just believe, uh, the anointing in this ministry and, uh, and I believe what, what God has done, um, with, uh, Kenneth Hagen ministries and, um, he's, you know, even, even in death, Kenneth Hagen senior, his word on faith, um, has changed my life. It really has. I love listening to it. I listen to it on YouTube. You know, you know his uh, old videos of him teaching on faith, and and uh, and it's just scripture. It's just straight up scripture, you guys. And I absolutely love it. But it really changed my life. He he. It's just so simple. And the gospel and the word of God. It's just so simple. And he just made it so simple. And. Uh, and so I sowed uh, into that ministry and into the anointing that God had given to them. And I was just saying, God, I believe, um, uh, I, I just believe your word. And I believe that tonight's the night. And I'm just sowing in faith, uh, knowing that I'm going to receive a hundredfold. But not only that, just, just, I'm just thanking you for, for all that you've done. But I know tonight's the night. And to finally see my husband, I mean, lift his legs. He lifted his knees, you know, up to his chest, you know, one at a time, just kind of like in this marching. And he, he looked at me and he goes, that doesn't even hurt. I can do this and it doesn't even hurt. And to see the first time um, him lift up Gideon, our youngest, who's a three-year-old, 
and uh, play around with him, you know, with his arms, can his arms high up in the air and him look at me and say, this doesn't even hurt. I can go upstairs and it doesn't even hurt is that was huge. And, uh, and I was, I think we were both kind of in shock and just that whole, uh, evening. And it wasn't even till we got home and we were laying in bed and I couldn't even sleep. I was so excited because of what God did. And I text people and I told them what happened. And, but I, I just remember just crying and thanking God, you know, and, and telling him, you know, look, look what he did. Look what he did. You've got, you've got that, what we've been standing on for so long, what we've been trusting him with, what we've been waiting to see manifest. It's here. It, that quietly, like it wasn't even like some big, huge thing. It was just this quiet, um, uh, like Kenneth Higgins Jr. just told them, uh, just don't do anything except I re- when I come over to you and I pray for you, say I receive it. And uh, and it was just that quick. It was just that quick. And uh, just it was just so amazing to see what God did um, in Kenneth's life. And um, and that's um, actually just. Um, sharing that um I want to encourage you guys on something and I really encourage you to go listen to Kenneth's um podcast and that episode about uh his healing um it's uh his podcast again is called the kilted preacher really encourage you to listen to that but um I said all of that to say this revival is when the presence of God comes down and it's like God face to face with you and you have to decide how you're going to handle it. Are you going to just yield to him and let him pour out, spill out, fill you, envelop you, consume you in his love and his presence and his joy and his fire and, and, and the, his, the wine of his presence like, are you, are you going to yield to all of that and what it might look like and what it might sound like, or are you going to run? That's, that's, are you going to be like Moses who welcomed the presence of God, um, and loved to be in that presence? Or are you going to be like the children of Israel that said, Moses, we can't handle it. You just be our spokesman and you deal with God when he wants to talk and, and we'll just listen to whatever you have to say. Um, and that's basically, <laughs> that's basically where revival begins. It's your decision on, um, sorry, it's your decision on how you're going to, um, handle it and, and how you're going to, uh, where you're going to go out from there. And then if you yield to it, uh, be okay with what it's going to look like and what it's going to sound like and what it's going to feel like and what he's going to do and understand okay this is where this is where i really want to hit revival is not the cure all in 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 the church or in the body of christ you know uh it's not the wd40 
of of all things you know uh if you've ever watched a big fat greek wedding you know the dad he swears by windex and everything every ailment he has he he believes that it's to be cured with windex okay now what i mean by that is uh day one of revival coming he doesn't you know god's not going to come and sprinkle through and everything be perfect and all right and and great and um everything you've ever wanted just dropped into your lap that's not actually what revival does and that's not actually what revival is um revival comes and puts the the people of god's eyes back um where they belong focused on him and focused on christ being a living living a merry life you know where your eyes are on him and and looking to him and sitting and hearing whatever he has to say instead of you know living a martha life where you're doing 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 okay and and you want to show yourself in that way but instead being merry and looking to Jesus and listening to what he has to say, what he wants to show you and reminding the church that they sit as heirs with Christ and and they're righteous because of Jesus. And that's what revival is. It's to bring our eyes to where we need to be, focused on him, looking to him and understanding that we are his children and he loves us and that's all that matters. Everything else comes from that. That's where revival comes back. Everything else comes from being his child. He loves you, you love him, and then everything falls into place with that. It's not, I do these things in order to get it. It's the reverse of what we think it is. It's, I have it, and so all these things are done. You know what I mean? Um, 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 going out and preaching the gospel in such a powerful way comes from being his child, being loved by him and you loving him and him loving you. And you've been living a merry life, you know, um, an, a, a revelation of the understanding of scripture comes from being with him. Um, and, uh, uh, miracle signs and wonders, uh, comes from being with him. You know, you might have a gift and an anointing, yeah, but but in a powerful way, okay? So that's where revival, revival reminds us of where our focus needs to be and our focus, you know, being on Him. So that's that's where revival is, okay? Revival's not the cure-all, inst- an, an instantaneous cure-all, where uh, if there's a squeak, squeaky door going on, you know, the Lord's not going to immediately come, he may not immediately come and spray with Holy Spirit, that, that WD-40 Holy Spirit on that squeaky door. Um, he, What he might do, and I can tell you in, in my experience, what he did for me in 2016 and, and on is he poured out his love and strengthened me, encouraged me, um, filled me with so much joy wow oh my goodness just so much joy and i'm not saying um where i went around skipping around everywhere which you know okay that's fine if that's what he wants to do for you it's not like that it's uh the ability to continue on no matter the situation 
And uh, even um, my pastor, uh, well, Lady Nicole Adrian, Lady Nicole, um, I remember more than once she told me um, while praying over me, while I was just being undone and drenched in, in the joy of the Lord. I mean, I, I, I can't even describe it to you, but, but I would just be consumed by it. And she would tell me that the Lord was filling me with this more than to prepare me for what's going on in the future. And my husband for what's going to happen in the future. It's, it's something that we need beforehand. And, and um, it's something I remembered. That's a word I remembered going from 2019 to recently when Kenneth got healed was I needed the joy then and a, and a more than enough to get to where I am now. And, and in the process to go, no, I'm not going to let what my feelings say I need to do. Not going to do it. And I may cry for a moment, but joy comes in the morning. And, and I had to really uh, remind myself and, and stop for a moment and, and be in the presence. Is Holy Spirit, you are welcome right here in this situation. And the joy would come and it would fill me and I could continue going. And there was a peace um, in, in the midst of some really hard days, hard, hard days, um, where God would just come in and fill me. And, um, and I, I needed it. And, and he would remind me, you know, I made you stubborn for a reason. I made you doggedly persistent for a reason. I made you hard-headed for a reason. And maybe before you weren't born again, you used it the wrong way. But I made you stubborn to be stubborn in the faith. I made you hard-headed to not let go of that word. I made you doggedly persistent. So no matter what the situation looks like, you would say, but that's not how it will end. I will have the victory. I will win the war because God wins the war and I am in Christ and God is my father and I always win because he always wins. And, um, um, and you know, even later on, there may be a time that I need to hear what I am saying to you right now and remind myself of this. I don't know. But what I do know is I came out of this whole situation um, more free than when I was even in the situation or before the situation. I, I came out of the situation knowing um, that my God will get me through the valley of the shadow of death and I don't have to fear a thing because he's with me and he's going to continue to guide me and lead me through and it's going to be awesome and that can happen during revival. That's something, that's that's what I want to bring with you today is, as I'm moving in my chair, um, is um, you may be going through the valley of the shadow of death during revival. Because revival isn't an instantaneous cure-all. And that might ruffle the feathers of certain people that 
um, talk about revival and, and talk about revival being this, um, instant, uh, almost like an instant gratification for the church. But you know what? It's not. It's a face-to-face with God moment. And it's a decision to continue to yield and stay focused on Him. That's what it's about. Uh, Salvation's, you know, repentance meanings come from it. Of course. Healings come from it. Of course. I mean, why wouldn't they? Um, You know, we're having a moment where the kingdom has come down and is here on earth like it is in heaven. So, of course, certain things are going to happen and certain things are going to manifest and people are going to get born again. And and uh, I mean, of course, of course, the presence of God is in the place and 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 in a concentrated manner. You know, angels may even be there and in the house. And I'm telling you, I've heard, I've heard angels worship with us before. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. I'm just saying it was amazing. Um, but, um, but I just want to encourage you in that and encourage you with the story of, you know, hold on, hold on to the word, get the word of God, you know, find that scripture, find that word and hold on to it. And then, and then hold on to a few other ones and, and, and stay on it. Like hold on to it no matter what, um, they're going to have to kill you for you to let go of it. And even if they kill you, you're just going to come back and you're just going to hold on to it some more. Like be doggedly persistent and, and standing in the faith that what you see is going to happen is going to happen. And, uh, and you'll see it happen. You'll see it manifest. And, um, that can happen during revival. I want you to know that that can happen during revival and, revival is there and you're at peace through all the chaos and in the midst knowing that you know God's like right there with you and is overwhelming you and blasting you and filling you and refreshing you in his love you know so um so understand that it's um everything's not going to happen instantly because revival may be there in order to help you through it and that's okay. And um, you just stand in faith. And uh, that's the word I wanted to encourage you with today. And until I see you again, or talk to you again, I love you and be blessed.